everyone, and happy Thanksgiving, if you're here in the States, and all over the world, really. So I wanted to start out this day, first of all, with thanks to everything that I've been gifted, and particularly the plant medicines. Um, one of the singular most difficult things for us to do in the world is to um, not argue with the universe, right? Why did this happen to me? Why did my son die? Why did my car break down? Why did they fire me? It's just like... Um, if you argue with the universe, you lose. And one of the things that happens when you do this plant medicine is you recognize truly how little power you have. And the combination of plant medicines with age is the recognition that um, no matter what you strive for and no matter how successful you are, that in the end, love is the most important and you will die. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you cannot fight the universe, right? And you cannot, um, when I say fight it, not argue with it. I mean, and I say this from an arguer <laughs> who spent most of my life arguing with it. You know, to be basically put in confinement for the last seven years has been a very humiliating, humbling, actually not humiliating, humbling experience. That the medicine has given me so much love that she's come to help me. That's pretty much it, right? And truly uh, the actions of a great, great mother. So wherever you are, it's like, okay, I'm here. The, the universe has given us a set of circumstances to deal with. I think anyone that arrives here arrives with a Houdini jacket. Like, you've got to get out of the jacket, right? And whatever that is, whether you're, you know, inventing the next uh, cancer drug or, you know, you're working in, an, in a, you know, a patisserie. We all have a very unique experience here. It's very unique. I, can, I can't possibly understand what your experience is. I can listen. I can try to understand. But no one can know the depth of your psyche. The plant can, right? But that's why I say I can't sit in a shrink's office. And, and I tried to know who I am. I know a little bit. I mean, I got a little bit, but not really. I, 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 I had no idea, right? So, and in this world of mental health, and you can't see it, right? I can't see, you know, I can see if you've been blown up by a bomb. It's everywhere. But, you, you, you know, I can't know if you've been blown up by trauma unless you're you know, blubbering somewhere in a psych ward, you know, screaming, 
And that's if it's extreme and it's been really, you know, bad. That's the thing about all of this consciousness work, all of this healing, internal healing work. There's no like, oh, you can walk again, right? There's no like, oh, you had a broken leg, now you have a fixed leg. Especially in the plant world, it's all happening in ether. It's all happening in other dimensions. It's happening in a consciousness that's not material. You can't point to it. The only way to know that you're healing is that you, you change internally, energetically. How would I describe that? It's just, you don't really do anything. I mean, you're doing the work, you're facing all your stuff, but it's like friendships change, your environment, your work, everything. is There's this, this unseeing shift because within you, the power of that trauma that was kept hidden, that was kept unknown. It's like it's sending out a signal. It's like a magnet. It's sending out a signal. When that signal is unplugged, when that signal has been exposed, it's just not, you're not going to be sending out the same energy. And so you're not going to attract the same people. And in this medicine, if I, if, if I look back at all the events, um, that happened, it's almost as a dissolution. And I've talked about this before. It's not so much that you forgive the people. Perhaps I haven't gotten there, but I certainly don't feel like it's a forgiveness thing. It's more of a dissolution thing. Right? I was, wired up, you know, with electricity to this particular story or these particular people. And it's like this layer of magnets and wiring. And in the medicine, once the truth is exposed that you've not seen, that electricity can no longer run. Therefore, you can no longer exist there. Everything requires a connection, right? If I'm in a friendship, it requires a connection and an effort and an attention. And that's how that relationship builds, right? You wire up with someone. And I was married. You wire up more and more and more so that when you no longer are together, it really feels like someone's cut your leg off because you're so um, invested, wired up, connected inside that realm. So what's interesting, and, and it makes total sense, the universe is constantly building things and then they get destroyed or they, they get, it gets removed. Like, as they say, you know, you know, what is it? Does it, can you, if a tree falls in the wood, you know, does it matter to you? Well, you don't know anything about it. So it does, it's not inside your consciousness. Many things are happening in the world, which are horrific, right? It's not affecting me because I'm inside a particular wiring 
that has an attention span for that, those conditions, right? So, whilst it's extremely challenging to go into these realms, what the, the medicine does is dissolve. And that's why a lot of people get sick later on. You cannot keep these blockages. It's like having your foot on the pedal. You cannot live with these huge swathes of continents of unknown trauma. I thought I could cover it up. I didn't even know about it. For me. But it's you can't because eventually it's, that poison will seep into your system. Whether it's through a disease, a cancer or whatever part. It's, it's, it's like carrying poison that you cannot see, especially if it's hidden. It needs to be exposed. It needs, I mean, don't they say, you know, the truth will set you free. Everything that's exposed to the light is seen, no matter how ugly, no matter how disgusting. In the exposure to the light, in the seeing of it, it can no longer have power. It can't live. Trauma lives when you refuse it. It fattens like a sumo wrestler. It blows up and up and up and you shrink and shrink and shrink. The more you're distracting, the more you're shrinking, the fatter it is. Right? In this particular moment, I'm in the battle with, I would say, the capo di capo, right? The most powerful demon for this next journey. Right? It was surrounded by many, many demons. Captains, I would say. But now it's me and this thing, this person, this spirit. Who knows who the fuck it is? The medicine is always pulling you through. It's always dissolving your resistances. How many walls that is, you won't know until you're in the medicine. It might be one or two. With mine, there was severe trauma, so there are many, many resistances. All, of course, built for survival. In unbearable circumstances. And as I spoke about yesterday, you don't know how far back those circumstances go. Beyond this lifetime, into another lifetime, into an intergenerational thing. The thing about being in this reality, again, whose borders are birth and death, it's really a small island. Where, you know, things are material. There are many worlds. On this small island between the abyss of birth and the abyss of death, we all toil and struggle and, right, make the world happen. And Bad Bunny shows up. I love Bad Bunny, right? And great things happen and difficult things happen. But when you're thrown in here, you know, it's a, it's a journey. 
for each individual a unique journey in which things must be resolved. Everyone has to deal with something. Even if it's at most basic of just get food, eat, shelter, right? Be loved. It's ongoing action. And perhaps resolutions of things that have happened in another life. Again, this is one very small piece of island in many islands. And how much control you have, I don't really know. I don't really think there is very much. That doesn't mean you stay home and watch the grass grow, right? It means you continue to grow yourself. The medicine, the, 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 the universe is always giving us things to do, obstacles to overcome. In my own trauma, I, my thought was, if I get somewhere, this will be over. You will be king and I will be free. If I just get this fucking bully guy sorted, then I can go do my life. There was a destination. I've got to get to X. I was completely wrong. It was just because I had no idea. I was literally anchored down at the bottom of the ocean with terror. It is not that I had to get somewhere. <coughs> it's that I had to get rid of him. I had to dissolve the tentacles that spirit had on me, right? It was a leech on my whole system. It had moved in. I was evicted. It would, you know, it's a sumo wrestler. I just sat on a little tiny ant. In the beginning, when we are cooked, we learn who we are. That's, the, that's why arrival is so important. That's why darkness shows up to ambush your arrival. We find out who we are. We're cooked in the cauldron. And I never found out who I was. I was just told, listen, you better take care of this guy because otherwise you're fucked. It's in those moments of arrival that we're captured. I imagine it like, you know, when the salmon, right, coming down there or going up the river and everybody's just waiting on the banks to catch one. The deeper you go in the medicine, the more you'll know about what happened. Right? For me, I thought, oh, this part, right, it took six or seven years to get here. Right, this, this, this is over now, this particular understanding, this dissolution, this sort of like, <laughs> it's been like, Something's been bombed into oblivion, right? Ah, but now there's more. It's almost like 
if you get to the, you know, you're at base camp and you think you get to the top, you're actually the base camp of another mountain. So the medicine when she comes in is going to, she's going to cleanse you out completely. This is not like a medication or a, you know, I take a little bit out of there. No, this is like, I'm going to take you to the very beginning of what happened. And if that happened in the 17th century or happened in whenever the event happened, that there was a severing from the everything. And the world goes on, right? People are running around, you know, building businesses and, you know, getting married and dying and birthing. And the, everybody's having their own unbelievably unique experience. But when you're in the medicine and you're truly surrendered and you're truly committed, it's like you're taken out of the world and put in this emergency room, I would say, and this lab or in this holding pen where daily you are cleansed. I mean, you still go on, you still work, you still do everything, but the medicine, like a great fierce mother, and I see her as such as a spirit, will continue to cleanse you until you are reconnected with your soul. In the medicine, they talk about a soul loss. Some souls just go, never come back when there's a huge overwhelm. And in the medicine, the Shipibo or the, call them energetic shamans or surgeons, are calling your soul home. Calling your soul home. So you are reconnected again to the mothership. just look at the world everybody is like up for grabs for the resources who's going to get all the resources who's going to grab all the resources who's going to own all the resources all the oil all the water everything right that's what the game is if there's been a huge trauma or an overwhelm there's been a soul loss right you're disconnected from yourself you are severed from the whole thing. In a way, it's like being kicked out of Eden. You're dragged out, stolen. And so in this journey back or in this dissolution or in this attempt to reconnect you, you're going back to reconnect with the you that was severed and again, that could have happened in many other lifetimes. Or this lifetime, or yesterday. You don't know. You don't know if there's a lot of trauma. And again, a lot of trauma doesn't mean that you're like, you know, you're on a, you're blooded and you've, you've lost your leg and your head's broke. You know, you can't. You can't see what that look. You can't see it. You can't see the extent of the damage. I mean, I was having a pretty regular, normal life. I was married. I had a child. I was going to work. I mean, this isn't like you're walking around like a leper with your hands are falling off. Yeah, that's the thing about mental health and consciousness and trauma. 
I was a little bit anxious. Well, actually, a lot anxious, but like nothing like that anybody else wouldn't be. But at the same time, I was holding back a huge, huge damage, huge damage. In fact, I would say, you know, 80% of me was completely like burnt out. I mean, I think I was functioning on like, I don't know what the fuck I was functioning on. It was so little. I mean, I was not here. I was completely owned by the trauma and the trick of trauma. So, you know, you can say, well, I went to law school and I did this and I became a doctor and it took me seven years. And you can see, you know, in, in, in the daylight, you go, oh, here's my, right, here's my, um, here's my diploma, you know, here's all the work I've done, this is all the information I've had. In, in that, in this realm, that's, you, you can't see that in the medicine. I mean, I've been working with this medicine for over seven years. I know, I've seen, I've, right? I've been healed, but it's not something I can say, oh, here's, a, you know, here's, I can actually make this a diploma. No. We don't recognize healing. We don't have, you know, ways to quantify healing without actually having specific material things to make that thing valid. That's one of the things that if you start doing the medicine, you know, it's very difficult to talk to other people about it because it's like, huh, what? Spirits, darkness, demons, what? I'm going to look at your brain scan. (laughs) Right? So, I suppose what I'm saying is that there has to be an enormous amount of trust. You know, you're going in for a complete, like, redo. It's an upgrade. I always say, like, going to the jungle is like, I get upgraded 4.0, 5.0. There are huge internal shifts. But again, I can't come home with a cup and go, look, I won the cup for sailing across the world. The gift is the healing. The gift is this incredible connection to the medicine and the work it's done. And it continues to do. You know, would I rather be in the south of France? Yes, yes, yes. Do I want this thing to hurry up and be done? Absolutely. I mean, I'm just like day one, seven years I was go. I was like, okay, this is it. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna come out of this ceremony. I'm gonna be done. It was just the beginning. So there's a, so so. First of all, it's happening in ether. So, okay, that's like, okay, you won't know what the schedule is like. You won't know how deep your damage is. And you won't know when it's over. In other words, there's no time. I can't say, well, you know, this time round, it's going to be done. I don't know. How many 
parts of this mountain do I need to climb, right? I don't, I don't know. That's why it's a commitment. It's not like I go in, I get the car wash, I leave, I'm done, I'm going, right? 1-800, you know, cure me. That's not how it works <clears throat> in the world of energetic medicine. You don't know the energies that hold you hostage. You don't know the imprinting early on, the power of that imprinting. For me, I feel like I'm, you know, I have to, the power of that energetic imprinting, which was sexual abuse and abuse, is like I have to lift up a car off my back. That's what it feels like. The energy was so... Uh, it was such a stampede. It really feels like I'm trying to lift up a car off my back. So big was the overwhelm, right? Again, I you won't know. What is that like? That's the kind of energetic weight and magnitude. And it's, you know, head, head to head with a lot of darkness, right? But the good thing about the medicine, other than the work it does that really can't be done anywhere else, other than with other plants, right, is... that you know because of the way that you're energetic. It's like the way you're interacting, the way things are just happening. There's a kind of, a, you're more in synchronicity with the universe, right? If you're in trauma, you're like on the banks of the river, like gasping for breath. That sense of threat that was always around me has gone. There's that silence like, oh. And also... I think in the ceremonies, to keep you um, you get to see bits of what the future is like, because there's no time or space in the ceremonies. And <clears throat> And when you're given these little bits of like, "Oh, okay, that's going to be okay, it's going to be okay." You know, you're willing to surrender more and more. And to accept, it's like being in a, in, in Cuba, they have to line up for everything. There's like nothing. It's just a fucking shit show. <coughs> <coughs> and so you kind of accept. So it's like, it's like you're taken out of this like terrifying threat realm where you're, you know, on hot coals, right? If you're in trauma. And the medicine, then puts you into this sort of like confined space, like this emergency room, or I call it like a lab, where everything is slowed down. And she's sort of moving through you piece by piece by piece, to, trying to sort of like, it's like you're somebody shot like, you know, 10 million splinters into you. And she's taking each splinter out one by one to release the, pla the pain and to return you home. 
But the medicine doesn't stop until it's completely out. That's why they say, oh, you know, I'm going to give you medication. That doesn't get to the root. That just alleviates the suffering. If I've got 10 million splinters in me, yeah, you can give me medication. But, you know, once I'm off the medication, the splint, or I'm just going to, you know, lose it on the medication. Once that medication is done, my splinters are still in here, right? The, med the, the medicine takes it one by one by one. And you'll say, Maria, well, I'm not that damaged. Well, I don't, you know, I'm just having a little bit of low-grade anxiety. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that until you're in the medicine. The medicine literally goes through every cell of your body and sees every single piece of you that has been taken hostage or affected by trauma. And I'm talking every single cell. I remember when I was last in the jungle, <clears throat> the overwhelm for me is mostly around my heart because it was so terrifying. Um, so I'd had an operation literally by plant doctors, don't ask me how, um, on my second trip down in my ovaries where they were, it, it held a lot of power. <clears throat> we hold traumas in our organs, right? And when I say operation, I don't mean it's in this dimension. It's happening in another dimension, and you kind of feel very cold. It's like you're, you know, that they, 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 you can feel these little doctors going through your organs. Um, and the last time I was there, they did this. I had two huge uh, blockages in my heart <clears throat> because of all the terror. And, you know, it I was literally operated on. It was removed. And the medicine said to me while well, I said, I was lying there, like, don't move. You're in post-op. <laughs> We're going to check through all your organs right now and your cells to make sure that you're, that you're okay. I mean, again, you're in another dimension. And I said to the, the, to the medicine, I said, oh, would you mind just looking at the implant I have? It was just crazy. It's like, what? Right? Incredible things happen. Incredible because they're not happening on this little island, again, with the boundaries of the abyss of birth and death. Now, again, <clears throat> none of this work, all of this work is healing you, but it doesn't mean you're still not going to have to work and you're still going to die and you're still... You know, life is still going to go on. It doesn't like, I remember when I went to the Zen center many years ago to learn how to do meditation, right, facing the wall. And of course, in that sort of material world that I lived in, in that very like singular, there must be a prize here kind of world. There must be a prize if I do all this work. I remember asking one of the monks, like, okay, so like what happens when you, you get enlightened? And the monk politely replied, you know, you know, you just get to be normal. I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> is that it? You know, as if like in all this effort, you become someone or you, you get a prize or you get a trip to someone. It's like, you know, no, you just get to be healed. You just get to be you. You just get to be cleansed and you get to know who the fuck you are.
I mean, you're still flesh and bones, you're still, you know, whatever, you're eating and pooping and everything else. And that's for me, was sort of the great kind of air out of the balloon was, oh, you mean I don't transform into something. It's like the Cinderella thing, right? Oh, I'm a this, but then I get to be that. Yeah, you get to be you. But because that was never, that was always made wrong and criticized and put down and refused, you know, because it didn't matter that it was you, certainly my trauma, then it's like, oh, I just get to be me. Yeah, that's the gift. You get to own your life. You get to own you. You get to be connected to your heart, to your soul, and therefore to life. And there's no Lamborghinis involved in this, right? So the way I grew up was like, you don't matter. Who gives a shit about you? You can be sold. Who gives a fuck about you? You know, we can just like basically, you know, <clears throat> run ramshot over you. Who cares? But now if you become this, then you matter. If you get to be someone that's not you because you're wrong, then you matter. So <clears throat> it will, you know, the medicine will completely dissolve you. And you won't know how long you're in for it. And, you know, you don't, you won't know how long. And it really is like, you know, you just see these huge archaeological sites all over the world and you see these huge tents over these, you know, land masses. And it's like, what the fuck are they doing over there? Well, that's exactly what the medicine is doing. She like puts you, she puts a tent around you and she starts working and digging and excavating and removing a million thorns that have come from all the energy that has traumatized you. If I'm a person, I'm an energetic force and you're a little child and you're just this newly arrived thing that hasn't been imprinted, when I show up with all my anger, all my whatever, my hot, you know, all my shit, that's just like, it's literally like stampeding over your little soul, right? If events or traumas happened early on, it literally is, it's like a fucking forest fire raging through you. And you're marked. And it's embedded in you. The energy of that person is embedded in you. And that's what the medicine is removing. Um, and you will, again, if you have, if you want to argue with the universe, you can argue all you like, but it will make no difference. I remember I was going to get a plane. I was, uh, many years ago, I missed a plane. Well, that plane was blown up over Lockerbie. <clears throat> or I changed the date or something. So you don't, I never argue like, oh, this didn't happen. Well, it wasn't meant to happen. Right. It's very difficult if you've, if you've, you know, built a world of like, oh, I need this to happen. This has to show up like this. 
it has to be done by this date. I mean, I live in the in the architectural world where you know there are deadlines and you know things have to be up and people have to be in and yes. But in the medicine, don't argue. You'll have no power anyway because it's the universe, it's nature, it's fierce and it's a mystery and so powerful. So, but you w- will want to argue because you think you're in a job or a time, you know, or a, you're in some kind of like this reality schedule that's not happening there. And you won't know what the outcome is. You'll get glimpses of stuff, but I don't know. Where does this go? We all need to know. I need to know that the Uber is downstairs in five minutes and it's going to take me 20 minutes to get to where I need to go. It'll tell me I know. That's the security of being, you know, one of the many things that can happen in this realm. We have schedules, we have outcomes, we have blah, blah. In the realm of the medicine, you, there are, and we think it's all actually very false, illusory, because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow much as we'd like to think we do. We need to have some sort of control. We have to need some sort of, you know, when I get here, this is going to happen. That is not what happens in the medicine. You better get used to it if you're doing it. You will not know. You feel like, oh, I've got stranded here, you know, but actually you haven't been stranded. This is a place where this needs to happen. Or you'll go to the medicine and nothing will happen for like, you know, five ceremonies. or, And you'd be like, what the fuck? You know, nothing is happening. Yeah. Stuff is happening. You can't see it. And you don't know it. I mean, I was perfectly, you know, thrilled. Again, your mechanism is on for thinking, oh, right, I did all the ceremonies after six years. I went to my last ceremony. I saw everything I had to see. Great, marvelous. You know, I did the two weeks, the whole bad food, no food, starving, you know, like kind of clean, clean, cleansed out, difficult ceremonies. I did it. You know, I'm like, boom, I'm, I'm done. Then the last ceremony, it's like, they came to get you before you were born. Oh, okay. I thought it was the top of the mountain. I'm actually now at the base of another one. another journey more healing how deep is this thing how bad is it you won't know so um, trust commitment surrender and don't argue with the universe (laughs) like you know, I think I was that biblical story. I never read the Bible. Um, but I think when Christ is being crucified, he's like, you know, why did you forsake me? I was in a ceremony with a dear friend, and she was very spiritual, very like, you know, very into the other realms. I mean, I've never been in, I've never, by the way, this is not my thing. I don't do tarot. I don't, I've never been part of any of this. This is, you know, now I'm deep in the other worlds, but like only because of the medicine, by the way. I don't, there's nothing else I indulge in. But 
this particular lady, woman was very, very into that. And she was very sort of pious and holy and sacred. And <laughs> the first, the first, the first uh, ceremony, she's like, what the fuck did you abandon me? What the fuck? Why did you do this to me? I mean, it was just hysterical, you know, from being this very pious, like, oh, yes, and reverential. To, what the fuck? The fuck did you abandon me? You fucking... She's screaming at the medicine. And she was saying, I didn't even know. I don't, you know, who was that person? There was another woman, too, who um, had had an abortion uh, a long time ago and thought she was over it and saw in the medicine that, you know, she'd been building this little girl in her baby's house and she'd bought her all these clothes. And, you know, that event had really affected her. She had no idea living inside her head. Right? We don't know. We don't know a lot. And when you go into this medicine, you know, you get to open up all of your psyche. That's why it's very important to do it with people who really know what they're doing. Do not, please, I do not do it in some rave, in some place, in some, like, do it with the people in their environment, wherever that is, in the jungle, wherever, but, and find, you know, the best surgeons, right? The best energetic surgeons. So, yeah, y you won't know anything at all before you go in. And then once they, you know, they pinprick a little hole in that darkness. You don't know how, how big that darkness is, how big, how much you've stored in that, you know, underground storage bin. How much you're refusing of yourself, how much information you've refused of the world, how big the, uh, the magnetic pull is. And it's okay. It's okay you get frustrated. It's okay that you feel whatever, stranded, that you feel... One thing you'll never feel by the medicine is abandoned. That's for sure. If you're willing to commit, the medicine will be with you from the beginning to the end. Of course, you won't know how long that, you know, end is. It's really a transformation, right? It's the caterpillar to the butterfly. It's messy. It's, you know, um, <clears throat> complicated. It's messy. You know, it's not pretty to wake up and think, ugh, you know, I was surrounded and full of, like, black slithery snakes. Yuck, thank you very little, as I would say. You know, that I was essentially living in hell, right? It's not fun to know that you don't know it all. <laughs> you don't. That you don't have it all sorted, right? <coughs> <coughs> 
that there are things you potentially did that you don't know that you did, that you partook of. You know, it's not, you know, easy to give up relationships you thought that were real based on, again, strategies for trauma. I think one of the most, uh, one of the most revealing things for me was to realize that in the absence of love, I had built strategies to create connections. And, you know, if there's, if there's, if there's, if there's no, if, if there's conditional love, then, you know, it's, it's like limping. If there's no love, it's basically you're crippled. And for me to exist, because you don't get a reflection, there's no, you don't grow, you don't come out of the ground. That my way of coping with that was to, you know, build scripts, stories with people, find, you know, like thread a connection. And, um, but that's not real, right? And so the vacancy of that and the emptiness of that, because if you're not here, how can you possibly build a connection? If you're smothered in trauma, you're not building a connection from you. You're building like a little safety net. It's, it's an apparent connection, but it really doesn't exist because you're not here to have the connection. So, as this is, you know, there's this slow dissolve, right? Tons of information is given to you about how you were built. <clears throat> um, and when you think you know, you don't know, <laughs> right? And when you think you control, you don't control. It's almost, you know, when I think of the events, it's almost like the Second World War happened, but I refused it. <laughs> it's like, somehow I just like covered it up and go, oh, it didn't really happen. <laughs> you know, all this carnage and death and, oh, no, that didn't, that didn't happen. You know, you can't let the truth rise up if you're a child and if there's been horrific events because it will mean you get no parents. So there's a lot of letting go and dissolving and there's also building and growth and blossoming. Again, you can't pinpoint it and go, oh, look, it's happening in... <clears throat> in section C, right? But you know, it's all around you, it's all over you, you can feel it. So if you're willing to go the route, I mean, either way, you know, whether you're, <clears throat> whether you're living in the lap of luxury or you're living in a hovel, 
you know, death is inevitable, right? Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the elixir of forever. It's the elixir of healing, right? You still get to have to live your life. You still have to work, etc. But you are reconnected. Reconnected with yourself. In trauma, there's a soul loss. You're reconnected with your soul. I am still not there because, again, I have another little mountain to climb <laughs> that has to do with another, with something else which needs to be seen. But finally, I can see that, yes, the first 10,000 hurdles, the first, you know, half a million um, splinters have been removed. There is movement in my legs. I can, there has been enormous shifts all around me. But now I'm at the base camp of another mountain. And I think, you know, facing the gabo di gabo, it's like another blow up is required, right? Another, another few rounds of dynamite. So I can finally reconnect. And I say that with enormous optimism. It might be more than a few rounds. It could be a, a few more mountains, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this might be the final one. Who knows? You never know. But again, enormous gratitude, enormous gratitude for this, this plant, for this vehicle of healing that is like no other. Bye.